You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. We're joined once again by the Outreach Pastor, Kyle Krober, and one of our members, Chad Furman, who's been with us here at Kingsway for five years and a part of Kyle's former group. Kyle and his wife have since started a new group, and they've Brandon Krager and has taken over the old group, but it, it was a group made up of your neighborhood, Kyle. What a cool thing as we go through the art of neighboring during this month. Yeah, absolutely. So I brought Chad in because he's an absolute stud of uh, just loving people and connecting with them and being a great neighbor. And so I've gotten to know him over the few years here of being connected at Kingsway and also just being in the neighborhood. But our neighborhood, so the reason we brought Chad in today, um, we're talking specifically about kind of, you know, people that live in a neighborhood. So you've got neighbors all around, maybe you've got an HOA, you're in a community. And um, man, we had, there's at least probably what, eight, eight to 10 families, Chad and I were just talking about that, that attend Kingsway in there. And we just kind of all discovered each other. Hey, you're at Kingsway. We all live in the same neighborhood. Let's get together and form a life group. And so we did a few years ago and, and that's been awesome. Um, but I just, I noticed in Chad, just his ability to just connect with people so easily within our neighborhood and just brought him in to kind of talk about, I mean, what are some things that our neighborhood has, does intentionally that just brings people together and allows for relationships and connections to happen. So that's why I'm excited to have him in here. What's, what jumps to mind, Chad, as, as Kyle gives you that great intro, you're the expert yeah, right now. Big, big <laughs> so I had moved from another neighborhood where... I felt like I only knew the neighbors that lived right next door to me. And that, you know, I have this personality where I get energy from interacting with people. Oh, and yeah. the first time I drove through the neighborhood when we found this house, the families that were outside was incredible. And we, yeah. you know, pull up in front of the house and we're instantly greeted by about 10 kids that are my children's age, which, you know, that helped out quite a bit. Um, but there, you know, there just seems to be this proactive mentality of getting people together. Even last year, you know, we, we have... A lot of neighborhood events throughout the course of the year. You know, we have a uh, fireworks show. We have a haunted walk. Um, we do caroling. You know, we can talk about more of that stuff later. But last year was different, right? We couldn't do some of those things where we could get people together. So last year, um, you know, I ended up, there were a couple of us that saw something on Facebook where it was like a flash mob style parade through the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And we threw out this idea on the neighborhood page. And at that point, you know, we had all been, you know, in our homes for a few months at that point. It just so happened there was a 70 degree day coming up and we sent out the message like, Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Engage your family, get your family out on your driveway, you know, do a dance routine. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to come down the main street. This is the drive we're going to do. And it was a hit, yeah. you know, and I think it, it, it engaged people to get to know each other. Now we have people that are looking for opportunities to do things, you know, nice for their neighbor. It's yeah. pretty neat to see. I remember that. I, I had not thought of that until you, you just brought that up. But that was so spontaneous and actually made the news. Right. Yes. Didn't it what? later that night? It was like on the indie news that and whether a channel heard about it and they came out and actually interviewed Chad and some other people <laughs> and talked about, hey, this is a way that neighbors are engaging during COVID time. And so uh, that was we actually missed that. I, my, we were out doing something else and came back and heard about it and like, ah, but oh, uh, yeah, we, that was a really a cool thing. We had a truck in the neighborhood. We had police cars in the neighborhood. We had a drone flying down the middle of the street <laughs> over the top of us. I was on a golf cart out front, uh, out front playing uh, Bruno Mars. <laughs> and we had, you know, different families were doing synchronized dance movements on their driveway wow, as we're yeah. driving down the middle of the street. It was so fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just a cool story of engagement. Just a way to do that even during a distance time. So uh, you mentioned the the Facebook page. I mean, most neighborhoods have some kind of thing. A lot of times, it's used for complaining, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that can be a great source of building community and and getting people excited about that type of thing. Yeah, it's been you know there certainly are opportunities for people to express frustrations on there, but sure. I think you know we all try to be pretty respectful of one another. Um, but what's common on that neighborhood page is, you know, something as simple as a, a child's bicycle. Like somebody will go on that neighborhood page and say, hey, we're about to get rid of this. Does anybody in the neighborhood know somebody that could use it? Or does somebody in the neighborhood use it? So wow. we're actually, you know, there's a lot of content on that page where we're looking for opportunities of, you know, hey, if there's something that I've gotten the value out of and I don't necessarily need this anymore, let's see if somebody else in the neighborhood could use it. And yeah. Yeah, that's a constant. Somebody will ask about, hey, we had uh, some concrete work. Anybody know if we could do a deck or we're going to do a reno? And so it's yep. just these constant questions. But again, all of that allows for just better community and better connection, which is really cool. Do you think about it a lot? Or is this something that's just become natural for you and your family that, hey, we've got relationship with people. Let's, let's, let's do life together. You know, I think it's, it's just contagious. You know, there's so many families in the neighborhood that are now actively trying to engage people from other parts of the neighborhood, you know, because mm-hmm. you have your, the Whispering Pines crew, you have the Lace Park crew, you have the, you know, there's mm-hmm. different streets of these different smaller nucleuses. But then by having these community events, like with the Haunted Walk, like I got the spider station, you know, and that's like <laughs> me and my son have been known to be like, we're the spider guys. And Sean does, you know, the, the scarecrows and things of that nature. And it's, it's enabled us to all get to know, because it's easy to not know somebody that is three roads over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in our neighborhood, I feel like I know people that live 10 roads over, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's been pretty neat. How would somebody start? I mean, you pulled into your neighborhood, you, you, you said they were already there. They were already outside. It's hard to think me, one person can start this, but maybe when you get a couple people together, a couple neighbors that have that same vision, maybe that's how you start it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to start with, with someone, yeah. you know, and it's contagious quick, yeah. you know, this over the winter, this, just this last winter, something, you know, I try to engage my kids in doing things, you know, charitable mindset. And there, there's an older couple that live in the neighborhood and we have 10 inches of snow and is, you know, we're home all day long. So as soon as we're done shoveling our driveway, here I am, you know, dragging my little electric snowboarder down the middle of the road. And I had my daughter with me and we went, you know, probably 15 houses down and we shoveled their driveway, hmm. you know, and they're like, why are you doing this? I'm like, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's something nice to do. So pay it next time you have an opportunity to do something nice for somebody, pay it forward, you know, and it's just, it, it really is contagious. Yeah. And that's one of those things that, you know, Chad, what he just said was one of those just impromptu things. I mean, we can do planned things like, hey, guys, come out and we'll do these, this drive-by of a flash mob. Um, we can plan a, a cornhole tournament at our neighborhood, which we do every Memorial Day. We can plan events, and those are great things. But it's, as you talked about in another pot, it's the, the heads up, eyes open as to opportunities that are around you with your neighbors. You see somebody trying to bag leaves and they're struggling, well, you know, hop over. The, their snow is covered, their driveway. Okay, well, let's just go take care of that. So, again, God will give you opportunities if you just kind of are aware of them, uh, of, of how to jump in and, and connect with people. And I said, I, I, Chad just does a, a great job of doing that, man. I just hear the, the excitement. Like, I don't want to be a part of your neighborhood. Yeah. I, I want to, <laughs> you, you seem like you have great people in your neighborhood, but the book talks really about how a lot of our social problems could be eradicated if we simply loved our neighbors. If we simply, you know, realize that the person across the street, maybe they're, they're grumpy because 
they're going through a really hard time right now. But if I came alongside with a casserole or if I came alongside just to listen and, and talk to them and to show them that I care, then, then that negative mindset for them is lessened. My empathy is heightened and, and things change. And I, I mean, that really hits me, Chad, that just by simply loving our neighbor, by reaching out to them can change our entire world. This, the spontaneous things that happen in the neighborhood are the are the best, to mm-hmm. Kyle's point. You know, there will be times where we're gone for a long weekend, and we'll come home and our grass is mowed. Mm-hmm. Have no idea who did it. Nobody leaves a message behind of, hey, we did this for you. <laughs> it just happens, you know, and it, it, made, it makes me want to, next time I know that somebody's out of town, let's surprise them. Let's let them have that feeling that I felt when I pulled up and saw that my grass was mowed knowing that I had to get the kids inside and unload the bags and get the laundry going. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's pretty neat what happens in the neighborhood for sure. Well, now with these doorbell cameras, you, you know, you can't do much yeah. incognito yeah. anymore. <laughs> You're like, Hey Brian, I saw you out there, man. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for, thanks for doing that. Kyle, we talk a lot about changing our community here at Kingsway, changing Avon, changing Plainfield, Brownsburg, all the different areas that, mm-hmm. that we call home, that we call our community. And, it really can be simple acts of service like that that go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it doesn't take much. It just takes an intentionality to be able to step in and meet a need and uh, where you might see one. Or like I said, I, Chad mentioned when they moved in our neighborhood, Miriam and I, we had the same experience. We, we pulled in and we thought, well, let's just go on a walk. We moved in late, late summer. It was like Pleasantville. Like it was almost like we're walking in a movie scene. Everyone's outside. Hey, how you doing? Hi. It's like babies and dogs and kids and bikes. And like, I expected Jim Carrey to come out and give me a hot dog on it, you know, or I don't know. It just was like insane how friendly people were, but that just lets your walls down. I'm like, all right, you know, I can kind of get to know these people. But, and then as you get to know them, that's when, you know, they'll start opening up about things that are struggling. Hey, my, my dad passed away or I'm going through this or that. And you can get, you can get deeper real quick just by making connections with people. So by serving, by doing things, it just breaks down barriers and allows connections to happen where real life change. And then those, those conversations, I mean, how are you doing? It's one thing to know somebody's name and like, you know, maybe where they work, but what motivates them? Mm. What, what, what drives them? What passions do they have? What's, what's maybe, what are they struggling with? What, what's something that is really eating at them? What are they celebrating in life? So those are the deeper things that were, as you get connected, those, those layers peel off and then you can kind of get to the heart of people a little more. So Chad, how have you seen that happen? How have you gotten to know specific neighbors or any, any cir- specific circumstances simply because you've been outside? Um, you know, again, I, I guess to be fair, it's a little bit easier for me to open up because of my personality. Okay. But that being said, I have, I mean, I feel like I have eight to 10 guys in the neighborhood that if I'm struggling with something or something's heavy on my mind, I have the ability to go to them and, and talk and be real and be vulnerable and to have that with the guy that lives next door and two doors down and three doors down and four doors down it's amazing you know and I don't have to carry this like being a parent and being a husband and being an employee and like every day can be crazy and now that things have started to go back full swing with my daughter playing travel basketball and my son you know doing karate and me working later at night like there are times where I'll come home and my neighbor's standing outside and instead of you know again not to vilify the old neighborhood but kind of the routine in the old neighborhood was you know you might throw a wave and that's it and because of the mentality in this neighborhood you know I'll come home and before I go in like I'll walk over and say Hey, how was your day? You know, and you might get the response that you might get is, 
thank you for asking me how my day was. Let me tell you, you know, and it's, I don't know, the the community feel, when we first came to the neighborhood, I agree with Kyle, like, Mm. it's almost like, is this real? Mm. Like, can this really be real? Mm. Because everybody was so friendly, and it's real, you know? As you're listening at home, you you might be sitting in your neighborhood, and you say, I live in Chad's old neighborhood. (laughs) 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 Because I, I want that, and I wish that could happen. But we are right here in Avon, Indiana, and it can happen. It, it can be real. And so I would challenge you listening at home. I'm challenging myself, a, a neighborhood that really doesn't go out that much. I mean, we see it a little more in the summer. And we'll talk about walks here in a minute and what a difference a walk can make. But it can happen. You know, simply take that step. Ask God, who, who, who can I do this with? Who can I start with? Um, maybe it's, maybe it's your kids. We've talked about that before, how kids can often lead the way. They love to interact with people. They love to, you know, play a game. They love to be a part of something. And so maybe you ask your kids, how can we do this together as a family? But Kyle, one simple way is walking. Yeah. We're, this is one part of the book that, um, really is an easy thing. Most people can walk. And if you can walk, then you can just engage with neighbors. And they say, you know, walk your dog, just go on a walk. And as you're walking, just be praying. Keep your eyes open. So you're, you know, not walking into cars, but um, just be praying. God, who do you want me to connect with? And just enter me into conversations and let me just make connections with neighbors and friends. And I was just out last night walking my dog. And um, I mean, I know most of our neighborhoods, but I just, just connecting with other neighbors that are outside. How you doing? You know, and, and you can get a feel. I talked to a neighbor last night. I could tell it was down. So we chatted for a bit. Um, but just but just putting yourself in position to meet neighbors um, is key. And so if you stay inside, it's really hard to, to engage. But um, yeah, it's one thing that we're going to talk about for the summer is, uh, man, just go on a walk. And it doesn't have to be every night, but just maybe, you know, a couple times a week or whenever you can. Just go and just see who you meet and how God may want to use those connections to build relationships. And you may look back and say, man, eight years from now, you know, I, I know Chad, one of their best friends or neighbors of theirs and how that relationship has just grown and grown. You never know what connections will happen if you just kind of step out and are vulnerable enough to to meet some people and see where that goes. So a lot of us, Chad, that are in HOAs, we, we, we don't like HOAs because <laughs> yeah. you got to pay and then, you know, who knows what happens. And, uh, but you, you found involvement in the HOA has been a way to, to get to know people. And most HOA boards are, are looking for volunteers, looking for, for help. Just, what a great way to connect. Yeah. I think, you know, it might be common when you think HOA to think to yourself, run away. <laughs> don't, don't want nothing to do with it. Right. You know, it's just a platform for somebody to come and complain. But, I mean, are our HOA meetings perfect? No, they're not perfect. But I've been able to meet people from other walks of the community and form relationships. And so long as I'm thinking of it from, you know, like a servant leadership mentality, mm-hmm. you know, the relationships, even though I might disagree I've not experienced one of our HOA meetings get sideways to where it's super, frust- you know, super tense. Yeah. You know, we just made a decision to close our the kid pool, you mm-hmm. know, uh, a couple years ago. And that is a tense conversation because you had families in the neighborhood that had infants and they wanted that pool. And you had families in the neighborhood that don't have kids. But and I think because of the mentality in the neighborhood, we we're actually able to have a constructive conversation without it getting heated and wow. without people being offended. Um so it's the, the HOA is, I'm, I'm new, newly elected as the president of the board. So, you know, if we interview me again in 10 months, I uh, might give you a different response. But so far, so good. Well, and our stories are a bit, a bit different because Chad is now our HOA president. 
because the neighborhoods know him, like, we want Chad as our president. So Chad has already had that, you know, the neighborhood knows him. And so they want him to be our president. I came on three or four years ago as like the architectural landscape guy because somebody was leaving. But I did it. I volunteered to do it to meet neighbors. So I go get to approve fences, get to approve, you know, storage units that are added on, approve pools. So I get to meet neighbors that way. So I did it in a sense to get to know neighbors. So I've gotten to know a lot of neighbors just by them having to call and say, Hey, come over and check this out. And we'll walk in their backyard and talk and get to know people. So, you know, it is a good way to get to know people, but um, that was kind of my, my way of doing it. But, but Chad's just, they just want Chad as a president. So <laughs> that's going to be cool. He's the celebrity in, oh, in yeah. the neighborhood. There oh, comes yeah. Chad, yeah. Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Grow always. That's another one of our cultural behaviors that we are introducing here at Kingsway. And, and then we do the hard things. I mean, this conversation this month might be hard for you as you're listening. It may be something that's outside your comfort zone. Uh, you might run away from HOAs, but I would encourage you just to be praying on those walks. God, how would you have me love my neighbor? What do you want me to step into? What difficult thing do I need to to do and, and to see you work? Because when we step into those hard things, that's when we see God go all out. Derek, I think you're jumping on the mic. What's up? So I was sitting, we've been recording a couple podcasts today and I've had an idea on my heart and I, I couldn't let it go without saying something today. So this is me awesome. saying I'm doing something for my neighborhood. And I've done the, the snow blowing. I, I'm the only one in my neighborhood I think that has a gas powered Still blower. So when it hits, I'm like six, seven, eight houses deep. Nice. You just do it and they're at work and they come home and it's, it's clean. That's awesome. Um, but during quarantine, you know, my son had a birthday during quarantine. And so you couldn't do a whole lot. So we went out and bought one of the big outdoor movie screen projector, sound bar, all that kind of stuff for him to have a little party with one or two friends from his class. So, you know, we could sit outside, space it out. Uh, I think for me to a uh, one way to do something for our neighborhood is throw in, first Friday of every month, let's have an outdoor movie night. Hmm. Just let them come in, yeah. throw up the screen. We sit down and watch a movie. I mean, it could be anything, Hamilton to Cars to, you know, Independence Day. But I think that's something that I want to do and don't want to miss this opportunity to reach reach our people. That's awesome. Movie, movie night at the Hughes. All right. Thank That's you, Derek. That's cool, man. Thanks for jumping in. It's Derek Hughes, our producer, cool. editor extraordinaire, videographer. Thanks for sharing. Uh, and so those are the ideas we want to hear. So if you are being pricked in your heart, if you're being prompted to do something, share it with us so we can share it with others. Uh, you can email me, a Lynch at kingswaychurch.org. You can email Kyle, kkrober at kingswaychurch.org. You can file grievance with the HOA, and, and Chad would love to <laughs> sit down with you and talk. 14-day <laughs> <laughs> turnaround. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Chad. We really appreciate it.